0: On. Yes. Uh, how many of those Usher songs did you know?
1: <laughs> a couple. Yeah, I bet. A couple. Um yeah. What'd you think? I don't like I don't know that I, I liked his like m- his wife beater look. Ah uh, you know that it was kind of like a Michael Jackson thing going on he too did. with like the one glove. Yeah, it was kind of I, I mean it was fine. It was yeah. fine. It was it was okay. I, it was decent. It wasn't my favorite of all time, but like Prince, it doesn't come close to what Prince did back in the day, and I still think, you know, I was at Springsteen live, Mm. and that was a really good one. Um, There's just been some really good ones, and I didn't put that one probably up there, but I don't know, like, Usher looks like, to me, it's such a big stage. And if you don't have, like, a booming voice or something, like, I I feel like you almost have to live for that moment, and I don't, I mean, Usher's awesome, obviously, but I just don't see him as like that larger than life kind of guy that can go out and dominate something like that. Who did it last year? Rihanna. Yeah. Like Rihanna, Rihanna to me. And she's
0: got that many hits too. Exactly.
1: Right? And like but I She have, did it
0: solo. No feature yeah. nobody coming
1: in to I really enjoyed the Rihanna last year, but and I, it's not like I didn't like Usher, but I I yeah. It's all right. Who was he with? Was that CeeLo? Who was that? I don't know. I don't know short who short guy with the glass Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, Alicia Keys was one of uh, the yeah. Surprise guest, man. The New York man when she hits that, mm, I love listening to that. Is it does she do that with Dre? Uh Jay Z. Jay Z. I that song is so yeah, cool because she hits that New York. Obviously, I'm not even attempting that. She just has a beautiful. You have the voice, voice of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, kind of like Whitney Houston, man. When she would hit, oh. when she would hit. Uh, did you
0: see the E60 on that? Huh. So uh, E60, which, you know, is like a, yeah. a journalistic show on ESPN. They and did one on her. They did a show or they did a like a story on her singing the anthem. Oh, my. And I didn't realize that like there was like war going on yes. at the time and how there was even wonders about I cr- the game be played. Yes, and-
1: I cried through that entire thing that really? she sang. It was powerful. It's still powerful. She's in her jumpsuit. Yeah, like it, it's one. I mean, I I can remember hearing that and crying. Yeah, it was so powerful. And they I talked mean,
0: about how her dad originally didn't want her to do it. Oh, and really? Could have been need a, to sa- see it could have been a safety concern. Yeah, and yeah. I, I forget who was on the call. They interviewed. I think maybe it was Al Michaels who said they they had like the the CIA or somebody sit down with them and say, "All right, if we get." captured if they take the stadium this is what i want you to do with the broadcast are you serious and It's like this is nuts
1: i gotta see that wasn't it after
0: 9-11 no it, w- well, no. it was uh i think it was the gulf war, the gulf war. okay
1: yeah because yeah, she gosh early she, 90s she got with bobby brown and just went down a bad path a bad path and it's she's one of those like Legends that you lose early and you just wish you hadn't. I mean, she is so talented. She probably is the most talented voice I've ever heard, especially on the female side. Powerful. And, yeah, that rendition. She's, like, sweating during it, and mm-hmm. she's beautiful. I, yeah, that Whitney Houston. Oh, she was incredible in that. There's no doubt. I was going to say something about, uh, mm, what was I just thinking of? Whitney and there was there was one other. There was one oh, whoa, it was the one okay, so when I went to the Super Bowl, I can't explain this, and I think you'll feel it if you ever go as a Bears fan. It's overwhelming. And truly, and uh I they were interviewing at the, at the Super Bowl. I heard them on the pregame talking about like, you know, how much did you pay for a ticket? You know, and the guys are like, I paid eight thousand for this and I paid this and they're like, is it worth it? They're like, oh, my God, yes. I mean, it's just – you can't explain it. And, that's, like, when I went to that Super Bowl, number one is a little different because I root for a team that you never thought would go mm-hmm. to a Super Bowl. But, like, if you're a Niner or now a Chiefs fan, I mean, this would be like going to your, like, game five on a Sunday, you know, against the Ravens. But when I went to that, Jennifer Hudson sang the national anthem and she had just lost her niece, I think, to a shooting, a senseless shooting in Chicago – and she, she really, I, it's not in Whitney's class because nobody can be, but I cried during that at the mm. Super Bowl. I, the guy next to me, <laughs> I, I walk in and there's a guy standing there and I'm like, Hey, I think I'm your roommate today. You know, I was sitting right next to him and we were just sitting there watching and, you know, Hudson starts the national anthem. Well, I had recently lost my dad and my brother-in-law. And so that was weighing heavily on me, plus the idea that I'm at a Super Bowl, plus the idea that I'm emotional anyway. And then the know the backstory about Jennifer Hudson, and for her, she belted that thing out. And the song ends, (laughs) and I was crying, like tears down both cheeks. And I'm like, whoo! And I looked at the guy next to me, and he's doing the same thing. (laughs) I'm like, oh, God, I thought I'd be the only one. He's like, no, no, no. It was just, there was something about that collage of, her knowing her backstory, me being at the Super Bowl, the Cardinals being there, which was so weird, and then with my dad dying a couple of years earlier, and I know that, you know, he would just be so happy that I was there because he knew how much I loved the Cardinals, and then, you know, my brother-in-law, which was so sudden um, that it all just kind of just crashed down on me during that national anthem, and it... It it was good though, you know. I mean, it it was it was just one of those cries where you are like, "All right, now let's start, let's kick the Steelers' ass, let's go," and they almost did. Don't I? I don't want to remember the day past that. That's all. Good team,
0: man. (laughs) Good team.
1: It well, that was a fun Super Bowl too, and this one was pretty fun.
0: It was. I wish there were a few more touchdowns. Yeah, it was kind of a little boring at times, but I I would trade the high scoring if if it gets. Away from a certain team in the fourth quarter, and everybody's tuning out. The, right, the late game drama yeah. is really what we always want, yes. no matter what. Yes, no matter the sport, really either. It's a good call. It could be a zero-zero hockey game. Uh-huh. But if, if, if every shot is the potential like game winner, uh, then th- that that
1: tension is awesome. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. So I, all in all, I was fine. I was fine with the Super Bowl this year. I, are we to the point where we're done with the Chiefs? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're not the most hate like. I don't put them up there with like the Yankees or right. the Steelers for me at least. Sorry, Steelers. A lot of people hated the Patriots. Yeah. The, oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't start with them. I
2: like or the eh.
0: Lebron like teams at times. Yeah.
1: Mahomes to me is kind of a likable dude. Like I, I'm, I'm more tired of Kansas City's off the fields. Exactly. Crap.
0: I know. I know.
1: And I know I've, I see every all the time people are like, you know, you don't have to hate Taylor Swift. You know, blah blah blah. I'm like. No, I don't. It's just I don't watch the Super Bowl for the fans. Like I don't watch because of this person's wife or this person's dad or you know I don't. I, I'm watching football, and I don't need to see the backstories behind everything. It's I, I just overdo it. I just yeah they do it totally. But I don't. I've never minded Patrick Mahomes. I thought he got a little out of hand in that Bills game where yep. he was. I mean that that was a bad look for him. And I think one day he'll kind of come out maybe he already has and say that he regrets doing that but you know other than that i th- he seems like a good dude right he's just some small town kid from texas that has that gruff voice you know whatever <laughs> i just i think he's kind of a funny guy and and he's, he's so talented man stinking good mm, man he's so good and i was okay with the niners not winning by the way somebody you got
0: to be i mean in your division, yeah. I get that. A guy sure. that
1: covers the Cardinals sent a tweet out and said, since '99, maybe, maybe since the Cardinals lost the Super Bowl, uh, the number of Super Bowls, Cardinals, zero, nine, or zero. Wow. <laughs> I, maybe it wasn't nine. I don't know when, I don't remember when they lost. They won their last one, but it's been a while for San Francisco. So, but it had to be Montana. He, did they win one with Young? Oh, yeah, sorry, Steve Young. Yeah, Steve Young maybe, and then that's probably it. Young and Rice. Correct. Uh, But, like, I don't – did the Seahawks – They lost to the Ravens, right? Yeah, I think so. It's a good call. I think this – yeah, they lost to the Ravens in 19. I don't know what year it was. It was the year the – That was George Kittle on the sideline going, I'm going to be back here. I'm going to be back here. They had him miked, and he did. He got back. But then I don't know what happened. Did he get hurt? Man,
0: he was barely used in that game. He what? is he? Debo got
1: Yeah,
0: a pulled hammy or something. He was limping around. but he
1: was hurt. He played the NFC Championship game, right? But he was hurt. He didn't play at all the game before. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, San Francisco had some injury issues down the stretch. And, you know, they've got some older dudes on that team. Trent Williams is old. I mean, they've got some guys that are a little bit older, so – I don't know if that rain's going to last much longer with the Niners. And at some point, don't they have to suffer the idea that they wasted three picks on Trey Lance? Should should they not at some point have to suffer some kind of issue for that? Are you ready to draft Caleb Williams one?
0: Uh, not entirely, no. Okay.
1: <laughs> Seems... We the, did the talk about the Smoke out there is,
0: seems pretty inevitable. Although I would argue that if you are considering trading the pick, you don't want that out there that you no. want to trade the pick. Right. You want to be you want it out there that you're very much in love or very much on board with taking the guy so that the value is going to be as high as possible. Amen.
1: Gosh, you could get a haul for him. And I hope they consider it. I hope they consider it. Would they still have fields on the team though when the draft rolled around? No. So it's going to give it away.
0: Or it could be a draft. It could be a draft, a trade. Yeah. But they, some of the speculation and reporting is that they would probably want to make a decision on that.
1: Before. Beforehand. Yeah. yeah. When does free agency start? The Combine's like in two weeks, isn't it? Probably. I think so. Free agency
0: maybe in March.
1: Man, I'm ready for free agency because when you're bad like the Cardinals, that's the one time you're like, you get excited for free agency in the draft. Yep. And then it's like – Sounds familiar. I think the cards could be – if they do the right things, they could be competitive next year with Kyler. I hope. Speaking of being bad, when you're bad like
0: you (laughs) – like Michigan, we don't spend a lot of time breaking down the matchup. uh, As I'm about to get out of here in a second, let's go through just what you want to see tonight before I get out. Uh, I know you guys, you and Kyle, can talk more about it. But as far as I look at this thing, I mean – just handle them early for sure and it's got to have that defensive intensity like you got to be able to try to get back to they talked early in the season about being one of the best defensive teams out there of course they're obviously not that but being able to win games with stops and and stops can create even more easy offense like that's kind of Amen. the hand in hand thing with Terrence Shannon he's at his best in the open court yes. going downhill and if you get some some of those stops turnovers Defensive rebounds, outlet pass to him. That's where Illinois can be even more dangerous. I know that they don't need like that extra punch offensively right now, based on except for late game where they're melting down. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I hope you're not working on late game stuff tonight because that means something's gone terribly wrong if you're trying to close out a game against Michigan. But uh, I do think any kind of adjustment where it comes Coleman on Terrace Reed, maybe you live with it, but. Maybe show him something if, if Coleman's getting scored on down low yeah. uh, a little bit. Uh, other, otherwise, their guards don't scare me without McDaniel, like Llewellyn and Namari Burnett. Those guys don't do a whole lot for me. So uh, a focused Illinois team that should feel like they gave one away against Michigan State, come out on their home floor. That's another thing we've talked about, and I know yes. that some textures have weighed in on too, that Illinois just hasn't played well at home recently, it has been very weird.
1: For all the years that we are used to Illinois dominating – at then assembly hall and now state farm center for it to be like that. I mean it seems like Kyle we haven't had you on much today but it seems like the crush is doing their thing. I had somebody come up. So I've had like multiple people that have heard us talk about that come up to me and say, "Well, here's the problem." And I'm not making fun of it. I mean, I I like that. I like, you know, I love the idea A they're listening and B the, you know to kind of carry on the conversation so or to continue the conversation. So I had one. I've had more than a, a few say it's the crush. So thanks a lot, Kyle.
3: I've heard that, and I don't disagree. I mean, you're in it. your sophomore. Slop. Oh, you don't disagree? I don't really disagree with it anymore. I, mean, I, I kind defend be of defended it earlier. Right? It's just
1: this is like this is like crossing the I know strike line for you. Like you're going to go <laughs> get in line, and people are going to be. He's just tr- saying that we, sh- we can be better. Sh- sh- they're going to be whispering. It's, like, been,
3: it's just been kind of dead during some of these games where you really could use some energy to get this team going. Okay.
1: It seemed like they were back against Indiana. It seemed like. I it. wasn't
3: at that one, so okay. I can't speak That's to that. that, that one. Of course,
1: I I wasn't at the game. I haven't, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to a game yet, so you can't rely on me to say anything. But Well, I had somebody come up, and I kind of started laughing because it's true. Uh, they're like, the band is the issue, and I'm like, for, this is for the environment not for wow. illinois not playing well i mean that's on yeah. them right and we know how barry hauser and this band is of awesome I and mean, so they. S- we should get him on to rip him for- let's do it so i said the band and he goes lot i swear to god right when you need like dun, 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 you know, or whatever they you know what do they do at the football games like make some nice, noise and all that crap He's like, all of a sudden, they'll start playing Beethoven's Concerto. And then you're like, what are we doing? And he's like, it's, it's like, it doesn't matter what. It's like at the eight-minute timeout of the second half, we're going to play. I can't remember the song, you know, but I'm just like, okay, I see where you're going there. And he's like, just have a DJ or have somebody pump the crowd up instead of like, you know, a song they've played over and over. hundred years. Yeah, and I don't remember the song. Somebody would know it. But, yeah, so that, that was the new one on Saturday. All right. It, it was, it's the band's fault. Band's fault, man. So, uh, come on, Hauser. <laughs> <laughs> the end game
0: environment could be better. I, I yeah. will say that for sure.
1: And it's always been good, though, right? Yeah. So I think for a big game, yeah, it's part of the issue that these it. opponents are yeah, just like, yeah, part right, of it. Have we really had a big game? I mean, even Indiana Bad Indiana, Indiana was, team. Yeah.
0: Bad Maryland team, even though they beat you. Purdue, if you. Well, Yeah.
1: I mean, obviously, I, you're that not going to be 10. on fire for yes. Purdue. Yes. If you brought in Wisconsin right now, or, although Wisconsin can kind of bore you down, Purdue. But would
0: years be, past, Iowa comes to town. That yes. place is jumping. Purdue in the recent years. I think that MLK day, His I
1: don't know if you guys jumping. were at that game. I was there at that game. I wasn't. That was the game that I realized how big Zach Eadie was. Yeah. When I saw him walking with Kofi. Is that the one you're talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, Kofi looks like an average-sized man compared to Zach (laughs) Eady. I'm just like, wow. I mean, that's, yeah, huge. Yep.
0: All right, guys, I'm getting out of here.
1: I don't blame you. By the way, my buddy Jeremy Shunk said, Jermaine, this is how it started on the text, Jermaine Dupree. And I was Mm. like, uh, wait, who's that? And he goes, he's the little guy on stage with us, (laughs) All right. <laughs> so there you go. Jermaine Dupree. So, Name sounds familiar. I don't know him, I guess. No. Eh, it's okay. What, what, what's your uh, – I didn't – write.
0: so Jeremy wrote oh, three keys in a pick.
1: I, you know what's funny? I haven't read it yet. Yeah. So I didn't know if you were back if in I the I had saddle. to give
0: a, a prediction, I think Illinois scores in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, Michigan, their defense is
1: awful. I'll say – I eight. think it's similar to the last game.
0: Yeah. What we're we going to say like 87 to –
1: I think they they hammer them. 87-65. Oh, wow. Dang. 21 points? That's what it should be. That's what it should be, yeah. What was the first game, 88-73? think so. Like, I, I'm going to go with the rarity that it happens again. That That is – in fact, I may go bet – oh, wait, I can't bet on Illinois. Yeah. The final score being – no, I'm going to say 88-73. I think it's a comfortable – Comfortable win for Illinois. All Kyle, right. are you going tonight?
3: I'm not going tonight. Okay. This will be jumping.
1: This place is jumping. jumping. Yeah, if,
3: it's, if this is the best environment of the year, I'm, I'm tomorrow, I won't go anymore. I'll take one you. for the team. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with Derek. I think they get them by 20 plus. It's time to just Let's have go. that total get right. You dominate them wire to wire. I'll go like 85
1: 61. Okay. I'm fine with all that if that's what it wants to be. You got to go uh, big time. You got to go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Be on the TV. Yeah. You should bring Nelly, and should. show the world Nelly. that would be incredible. Yeah. Can I It'll ask one you one of these games? Where that name came from?
0: Uh, I I always liked the rapper and artist yeah. Nelly. Yeah. So we didn't spell it the same way. We did N E L L I E. Got it. So we were just throwing stuff off the wall yeah. and saying names, and I, I brought that up and. Haley and I both liked it, so we that's got cool. Nelly. I know people what, ask me, is it short for anything? I mess with them. I said, yeah, Nellinor, <laughs> but no, uh, it's just Nellie. And uh, yeah,
1: but you can always call her Nellinor if you're mad at her. Could she can ma- she could assume that that's her name, like Nellinor, Nellinor Marie. Get you, yeah, yeah. Get your silver here. <laughs> I always won the vocal game. Like I never touched my boys, but I can. Oh win boy, <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh yeah, Lucas Anthony. Oh yeah. Like Lucas, it was just it, it it was we liked it. And then Andrew, we were really fighting it. And my dad had passed away that year. And uh the patriot and he was a big fisherman. So the patriot patriarch of fishing is Andrew. And we mm. we looked at each other and that's we're like awesome. let's that's boom. Let's do it. So that's how that's there's always kind of a story sometimes. Yeah. But like with um Lucas, it wasn't much of a story. It was just we liked the name and, and went with it. And I've, with, I really like both of my boys' names. Yeah, I do too. Unlike Lon. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. With
0: Cade, we were at Io's draft party. Oh. And Cade Cunningham was the first pick of the draft. And Is that the story? Yeah.
1: See, I love hearing these stories on how things are – Kyle, do you think your parents had a story for you, or they just uh, – just slap Kyle on him? <laughs>
3: I think that's what happened, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just put uh kyle's fine just the kyle that that works no i bet there's a story behind there it probably
3: is i don't remember it though if they ever told me
1: you got to get out of here i do okay. you guys
0: break down the rest of illinois michigan if you want to or uh obviously you can play brad underwood before brad you guys get out of here so i'll talk to you guys tomorrow all right buddy all right they'll be back after this this is the drive
4: So when was the last time you saw a best deal guarantee? You mean a promise that actually held up? Right. That some unknown online entity didn't want you to log in and download a code and then re-verify as you join some club? Drives you nuts, I know. And then once you purchase that set of steak knives? Well, Dick Van Dyke Appliance World is a lot simpler. You find a verified great deal and they beat it. Just show them the deal you saw. A newspaper clipping or the online cart price will do, and then you're good. At Dick Van Dyke Appliance World, it's one of those instances where you see a best deal guarantee and... You get the best deal.
2: This is Dennis Rieken, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Our exclusive 10-year protection plan comes free with most appliance purchases. Whether it's a GE,
5: Whirlpool, Frigidaire, Bosch, or any of our 30 brands, I guarantee we will beat any competitor's deal. Wow! big bad guy, When you buy from us, get the whole When Ross went out, I always told him, to be careful. And that was the last time I got to see him. Because someone didn't slow down and move over. Ross had on a bright orange shirt with reflective stripes the night he was killed.
4: He always had that smile. He just lit up the room when he came in.
3: Slow down and move over when you see flashing lights everybody is somebody somebody
0: when you see lights flashing use caution passing let's all go home safe tonight
2: Kelsey furniture in downtown Tuscola sells tempur beds what's it like?
1: I'm going to tell you right now, Stevie, that that thing is the best thing I've ever slept on in my life. My wife and I both have said we've never had a better night's sleep. And the people at Kelsey's were fantastic. Brian is the guy that helped us. You know, as much as I did my research, he had a world of knowledge about beds themselves. Oh,
2: man, it's like sleeping on a cloud, man. Kelsey Furniture, downtown Tuscola. Have you ever looked at a junk truck
1: and said, man, that truck is hurting? Two men in a junk truck trucks are pretty. They're pretty big. So they can handle large jobs. They're pretty reliable. Two Men and a Truck has been recognized as a trusted leader in the moving industry for over 35 years. Now we are proud to offer that same reliability to junk removal. And they're pretty fast. When you're ready to let some things go and that you don't need, you don't want to wait three weeks. You want it gone now. Go to twomenandajunktruck.com and make room for what matters most.
6: First Federal Savings Bank of Champaign-Urbana invested in our community since 1908. Before you buy your home in 2024, we invite you to speak with one of our experienced lenders, Jack, Jim, Kim, or Lane. Experience the convenience of working with a local lender, with local service, decisions, and loan underwriting in our comfortable offices. Visit us to experience the exceptional friendly service from our knowledgeable staff. Hey, if you're not already banking with us, give us a try. We think you'll love it here. We do. 356bank.com, First Federal. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS. 435-120. Four
2: three five one two zero.
3: I'm Justin Ike, co-owner of Fred's Plumbing, Heating, Air Conditioning, Electric, and Underground.
2: So Justin, tell me what you see as typical when it comes to sewer repair. Give me a scenario.
3: Your sewer's backed up and somebody comes along and says, you need this repair for X amount of dollars. Here's my price. And you don't think to go looking for another company or a second opinion because you don't feel like you have time.
2: So is it possible that you might get charged a little more because it's kind of a desperate moment? Do some companies do that?
3: Oh, well, absolutely. They will. They know you're in a pinch typically if you call us me or will can be out there within an hour to look at that problem for you whether you call me first you call me second make sure
2: you give me a call anything else justin you can always trust freds great to know thank you that's justin Eich, the co-owner of fred's plumbing heating and air conditioning electric and underground if you want more information about this great 45 year family-owned company just go to fredscu.com that's fredscu.com
4: BMW, Buick, GMC, Honda, and Subaru. Welcome to Sarah Champagne. We can handle all your car repairs on-site, including paintless dent repair, bumpers, windshields, everything in between. We have an amazing selection of new or pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Shop from home and buy online or reserve your vehicle before it hits our website or dealership. Sarah Champagne is home of the Sarah One Price Promise, delivering an honest and transparent buying experience. Hurry in or shop online at SarahChampagne.com. Hey, it's hard to recognize
1: the full impact that nearly 1.3 million American charitable nonprofits provide from hospitals to youth clubs, parks to humane societies, and everything in between. The organizations provide values, services, peaks, perks, excuse me, and entertainment to our lives. So how do they function? Well, nonprofit board members are responsible for guiding these organizations and shaping shared beliefs into actionable plans. If you have a vision for the future or just want to help Make some aspect of society better. A charitable nonprofit board membership can provide an outlet for you. Busey's proud to give back to a community by doing the right thing for their customers and building trusted relationships that span generations. Visit Busey.com backslash the pillar to earn more about nonprofit board service and visit Busey.com backslash impact to learn more about Busey's commitment to the communities that they serve. Busey, member FDIC. It is The Drive, ESPN Radio, 93.5 The Drive with Tan Piper. Derek Piper just had to sneak out. He's got to go do his pregame stuff with uh, Channel 3. I assume Brett Barron's today or maybe Andy Olson. Uh, uh, You can catch that, of course, on Channel 3. And then, of course, the game tipping off 6 o'clock. I wanted to get a couple real quick on the U of I Atlanta Lake text line. A 217 says, my daughter's name is Wrigley. My wife wouldn't let me spell it the way I wanted to. So it's R-I-G-L-E-Y. Uh, yeah, I get it, but come on. That's a cool name. I like that. Um, Randy said, just play jock jams, Lon. You know, you have that CD. I do have that CD somewhere. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble. Let's go. That would be, I told Kyle, he's got to listen to jock jams. Yeah, I have, I've, I've not heard it. You'll get like two songs in going. Yeah, I don't (laughs) know. That's probably, but it's some cool. It's some cool, upbeat music, man. Come on. That's what we did back in the day. All right, listen. Want to get you ready for Illinois-Michigan and thought the best way to do that is to hear a little bit from Brad Underwood, who met with the media yesterday. Illinois and the Wolverines tonight, the Illini, of course, and Brad Underwood, 7-0 and against Juwan Howard. So we want to keep that intact, obviously. All of us predict a big win for Illinois. Here's Brad Underwood leading into the Wolverines.
5: Yeah, back at it. Um, obviously coming off a game that uh... – we didn't play very well down the stretch. I thought we did a lot of really good things throughout. Didn't mind our shots, but I didn't. Uh, we had no stop. We had no ability to stop them defensively. I think they scored nine out of ten possessions. We're making. A lot of, we were making a lot of mistakes, we, and we did make a lot of mistakes just in uh, simple scouting report stuff uh, and then simple fundamental things that we do. We are very proficient on the offensive end. I think we're five in the country, and it's a very, very false sense of reality that you can rely on that to win you games when it counts. And we have to we have to we have to become better defensively. We're soft. We were very soft. We committed three and ones in the last three and a half minutes. When you're committing and one fouls, that means you're very passive, and and not very aggressive. And I didn't like that very much. So we've addressed that. We got a group that's very mature uh, in the locker room. They understand. They have they have a very high care factor, and uh, they know we they. Feel like we let one, um, we let one get away, and uh, you know, as when you're up eight with seven to go and on the road, you 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 want to be able to close that game out, just as we. Went the other way at Ohio State, up eight, and turned it into a 15-point game, and as we've, you know, as we've done in, you know, at Ann Arbor the first time we played Michigan. And we just didn't do it in this game. So you know, now we turn to a Michigan team that beat Wisconsin uh, at home and, and played very good, and then you know, coming off a game that wasn't their best at, at, at Nebraska, but uh, ran into really a buzzsaw. Nebraska played great. And you know this is a talented Michigan team. Uh, obviously, to beat Wisconsin, they've 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 proven their talent level, and we're going to have to be good. They're one of the top offensive rebounding teams in the in the Big Ten, if not the top right now. Uh, get about 13 a game. We can't give them easy baskets. Obviously, Taurus Reed and and Olivier create some some issues, and and then Llewellyn has been absolutely phenomenal in his starting role. So uh, he's been. Really, one of their best players. So fact, a hard game, and uh, we got to play. We got to play much better and much tougher than we did uh, the other night.
2: Coach, what what are some of those specific things you're seeing defensively, both you know, both in mistakes That's, and in the kind of in ga- what, game planning and strategy? And...
5: Not that. I mean, why why can we do it for 85 minutes or for 35 minutes and and not do it for five, the last five? You know, just as simple. We had a great plan. on Malik Hall. Uh, we've been getting beat. Uh, and I'm not going to go into a lot of things. You know, I don't want our opponents to know. But, um, you know, just, just, just simply, you know, guard the ball. Um, we haven't done a very good job of that. Um, but, you know, we fronted Malik most of the time. We had they, – they have – Michigan State has no five men who can shoot a shot outside of two feet. So Coleman's playing soft. He's there for support. And yet we let Malik catch it. Um, that's, that's, that can't happen. Um, you know, so it's it's one of those things we've got to we got to get cleaned up, and it wasn't just it wasn't just uh, those situations. There was a couple others, but uh, and then the and one fouls. Um, you know, that's just being soft.
6: It Feels like after a couple like the Northwestern loss, that loss, you, you talked about like blowing switches
5: defensively, but on the other hand, like that's been such an effective defense for you that the five ways. So like, is there a balance to? It actually has not been very effective. Okay, the numbers will show quite the quite the contrary that that it has not been. Um, we utilized that. Uh, it was something we went to with TJ out uh, because it basically put Coleman in a situation who's our best defender to to, to guard the ball. Uh, but the numbers show that it has not been, and uh, you know we we didn't go to it. Uh, we're, you know we're still s- switching some perimeter stuff, but. Uh, um this didn't have anything to do with the switch. We blew one switch, which Malik Call hit a 3. Um and and TJ got uh hung up on a on a on a being physical on that play, so it wasn't that.
1: Uh Terrence had 28 against Michigan State. He's averaged 23 over the last 3 games. What have you seen from him that started to work again maybe? Um and it's, is 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 it
6: safe to say he's back up to full speed?
5: Well, I think he's up to full speed. I you know I had no idea had that many points. I, you know, we, we 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 ran two or three actions to him. Uh, when Terrence is at his best, he scores organically. He scores within the flow of the game. He scores um, in easy opportunities. The one thing I'm ecstatic about with him was he got on the offensive glass. He got four points on offensive rebounds. Um, there's there's a whole another level of offensive production for Terrence on the glass and. Uh, I think he was 88th going into it in Big Ten play in in offensive rebounding. At six six two twenty, that's not great, and and yet you talked to him about it, and he he made a pointed effort to go, and he got some easy baskets. So, uh, but I think he's in a great place, and and uh, um, I think he's 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 finding his opportunities when they're there.
2: Anything notable about Michigan without Doug McDaniel?
5: Llewellyn's playing great. I I mean they're. You know they're they're playing. Um, you know he plays a lot of minutes. Uh, Namari Burnett's coming in, and, and he's kind of a, been a backup backup point guard when Llewellyn's out, and he's been really really solid. Um, you know I, I think that uh, you know they maybe lose a little speed and, and, and quickness, but uh, um, you know I, I I don't see a different much difference. They're running the same stuff. Um, and Llewellyn's just been a guy who's who's fit right in and and really hasn't missed a missed a beat in my opinion.
6: You mentioned maybe the having a false sense of reality with a top five offense. Have you seen that seeping in defensively? Where I mean, Marcus said something Saturday where you know they get caught up in you're trying to execute an offense and maybe don't do that enough defensively.
5: Yeah, and I you know it, I think you you you. I have to watch for that, you know, and, and trying to make offensive substitutions to keep spacing and to keep guys in position so that we can stay effective. And, and um, you know, maybe I have to shift a little bit and, and, and be more conscious defensively. We have guys who can guard multiple positions. Um, I think we were as high as seven, I think, or nine, maybe one time defensively. We're forty now. Uh, it's not like we're horrible, but it's it's again we've got to we've got to create a. Um, a desire when the game's on the line to get stops and and we have to do that what was the message to luke it seemed
6: like late in the game he was getting frustrated defensively about what he was being asked to do or not being able to do
5: yeah i gotta him. help him i gotta help him we gotta we gotta create everybody's trying to you know put him in situations and isolations and 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 um you know we gotta try to try to help that we need him offensively um you know he's 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 very good it's not just him but um, you know, everybody's, uh, uh, you know, physically gives up some size when he's guarding fours. And and uh, I got to do a better job of, of, of trying to help him and put him in situations to be successful.
3: Coach, it seems like a, how coaches elect to guard ball screens is having a
2: huge effect on games all around the conference and the country. And, and what does the analytics tell you as far as, you know, what's most effective and what's not?
5: We're one or two in the Big Ten in ball screen coverage. Um, we're very, very good in that. That is one of the things that we have been very good at in our time here. Uh, it's why we do it. Uh, it's the way we, why we play it the way we play it. Uh, you know, we've, we've um, uh, maybe not seen as much of them, you know, outside of Northwestern as we've seen. You know, Nebraska doesn't ball screen hardly at all. Um, and to be honest, Michigan State doesn't either. Uh, there's very few of them uh, in those games. But um, you know, it, it's every game's got its own identity. Every every coverage is is different. You know, we're we're able to do some things with Coleman that we that, that a lot of teams can't. But yet we're uh, it's one of the things we've been really good at. I think we're 18th in the country, maybe in our ball screen defense. So I think we one of the analytics we feel great about.
6: Obviously, in your last matchup in Ann Arbor, uh, Coleman had a big impact defensively. I know he's, if not your best defender, one of your best. Is it possible to ask more out of him on that end of the floor yeah, than you? Yeah, absolutely,
5: are? absolutely. You, I, you know, there's. You guys know me by now. I'm never satisfied. That's there's there's always another place to get to, and and um, you know Coleman's value is not just what he does physically. It's his it's the mental, uh, his ability to make the calls, his ability to. Uh, help the perimeter defenders he calls he knows the perfect time to make ball screen calls so that they can they can adjust that's an art to that um, you know that's that's not an easy thing to do uh, he knows exactly when to help he he's he's very very good at that does he have to protect the rim better yeah absolutely and and he picked up a second foul and one that he knows better than you know he just stayed on the ground he was vertical but he stayed on the ground new rule says you've got to you've got to you've got to go vertical you've got to jump and if he jumps he doesn't uh commit the second foul and obviously he got a technical which counted as a foul and that was a huge impact in the game we go from up eight to down you know or up eight or so to down eight very quickly with with him out
6: what was the messaging or conversations
5: with Ty and was there anything you were looking for you would have been looking for more out of him down this stretch um, at Michigan State No Ty played Ty played really well I should have probably played him. Um, I, I think the, the one thing I found was we were we had a good we had a good thing going offensively with spacing um, you know spacing changes a little bit in what we're doing. With with Ty in terms of different positions because it creates different matchups uh, as teams cross matches, um, you know we liked what we were getting with Coleman, we liked what we were getting, uh, you know with Marcus. Uh, unfortunately, we missed a couple layups off drives and 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 Coleman missed one, but um, the the looks are great and it, it's and you know Ty had a dunk that they went up through the bottom of the rim and didn't call. Um, but uh, he's playing great. Ty's playing, Ty's playing really well on the offensive end. And, and uh, we got to get him back guarding and be in the presence that we know he can be on the, on the defensive side.
6: It's, from an offensive standpoint, nationally, I think uh, offensive efficiency is at least trending to be the highest it's ever it's been since people started paying attention to that. I mean, just what do you feel has may led to that both, I mean, obviously for your team and then maybe kind of across the board?
5: Well, I, you know, I, there's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, you know, I think pace of play. I think this league's playing fast. Um, I think this league's a good free throw shooting team, league. I think we've shown that. I think offensive rebounding all plays into it. There's so many factors that go into offensive efficiency. And, and um, you know, I, I think we've seen officiating. And the rules that we have today impact that with the with the charge block and and some of the the the, the fouls. Um, but uh, you know, I think we've got a group of coaches who understand offense and and what um, they you know the the game's ultimately trending toward the NBA game. No matter what we want to think, I would wish we played by their rules uh, instead of the ones we have. But uh, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's a challenge to. Uh, um, to stop people sometimes, and we got. I think we've got some of the best guards in this league that we've had in some time as well, from top to bottom. I think everybody's guard play has been, been been really really good.
1: A lot of possession games late. Um, what are what are some of those late game um, points that you've made to your team, and you know how to close games out?
5: And, and the, which one?
2: Uh, what ne- game? Nebraska, Michigan State.
5: So what about? Ohio State, what about we close those out? I, I mean, if you're going to nitpick on one or two, then nitpick on the good ones too. You know, talk about those. Because you want to make a story. We turned the ball over. Look at the shots we get. Go, go back and pull the film. I'd be glad to go over the film with you. What shot didn't you like? Uh, we turned it over twice. We didn't lose the Nebraska game. Um, you know, we're fifth in the country in offense. I'm not going to find a problem with offense. We 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 didn't we didn't lose the game because we turned the ball over. We lost the ball because we didn't guard stop them nine out of ten possessions.
4: Brad,
3: two out of three of the rematch games this season have gone direction uh, of the opposing team. Is there something that makes playing and coaching in a rematch game difficult when you've won the
5: first game of that season series? Every game's got its own identity. I think everything's you know home courts. I mean, was there a better environment than? East Lansing. That might be the best environment I've been in since I've well maybe Maryland, best environment I've been in since I've been in the league. Uh, that pl- that place was electric. Uh, emotions. It was their reunion game. They've got all their big guys there. I, you know, and then Michigan is, you know, is a, is a different deal. I think it's just really hard. You got to be you got to be really good uh, to go win on the road. You've got to match the emotion, match the intensity. Um, you know, and that's, that's what makes this league so good. You know, there's no day off, you know, there's, you're not playing a, you're not finding a, a bottom two hundred and fifty team anywhere in this league. You're finding a, a, a team that's really, really good with really good players and really good coaches and environments that are just electric. And, and, uh, um, you know, we've got to, we've got to match that on, we've got to, we got to find a way on, on, uh, Tuesday at six o'clock to be, be great. Uh they'll be they'll be amped because they they lost. And teams always play seem to play with a little better edge when they've got a when they've got a uh loss. What do you like about Coleman in that booty ball role and what can that
6: do for you guys long term big picture?
5: Well I think it's the the first time we've really taken advantage of smaller guards on him. And teams wanna teams want to put bigs on 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 uh, Tie, or they cross matched like they did. Uh, they put uh, Sissoko on on Quincy, and um, and then Malik on on uh, on Marcus to try to put size on him. Then we we just found the option, you know. And Coleman was really really effective in there. Uh, his ability to pass, uh, he had a really bad turnover which he can't make uh, on a no look pass, which was which was he understands. But uh, his effectiveness down there is, you know, we want him to get fouled more. I want him to get fouled down there. Uh, but he's a really good ball handler uh, in terms of being able to play in those spaces. And then he's got great, great feet. So, um, you know, and then he shot a little fadeaway where he can just jump over people. So it's a, it's been a nice, uh, that's a nice, nice thing to have. He's worked really hard at that.
6: Amani has been listed as questionable in the last few availability, availability reports. Where does he kind of stand in terms of just, I guess, being available?
5: Yeah, we're trying to get Amani back hundred uh, percent. The back thing—he came back, he started practicing, he played, uh, and then all of a sudden, it just—it it just went back. Uh, um, uh, the back's a tricky thing. Um, He's—he was partially around yesterday in practice, but not doing anything live or full. And, um, he's got a, he's got, a, uh, um, we'll see maybe if that expands a little bit today, we'll see. But, um, yeah, we want to get him hundred percent cause we don't want just back for a game and then out for another five. We want this thing to be, to be healed.
4: In an ever-changing real estate market, it is so important to work with experienced agents like Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor teams at Taylor Realty Associates. They have the knowledge and expertise to get your home sold for the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. Trust the experience and success of Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor team at Taylor Realty Associates. Give them a call today at 217-355-0700 or visit them online at taylorboys.com. That's taylorboys.com.
2: This is XYZ Insurance. How can I help? I have a question about my home policy. Okay, question about phone policy. (sighs) Home policy. Okay, gnome policy.
4: H-O-M-E, home! Technology is great, but sometimes it's better to talk with a real person. With Erie Insurance, you have a caring, independent agent who's with you from beginning to end.
2: We don't have any H-O-M-E's on record. Your Erie agent
4: in Champaign is Thomas and Eller's Insurance. Go to erieinsurance.com for company licensure and product details accumulation, preservation,
6: generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member
2: FDIC.
1: Are you one of those guys out there tinting windows day in and day out, all different shades of black and ready to put a little color in your life? Come work for us. At Aftershock, we're looking for a guy with experience in wrapping, whether it be window tinting, vinyl wrapping, anything of that sort, or somebody with just ambition that wants to show up to work and be proud of what they do. You know those wraps with Troy Lands on the back waving at you? That's our work. Call us, 833-DECAL-IT or email office at aftershockdd.com. We want you.
4: I-L-L-I-N-I. Cheer on the Illini and Pia's. The pregame fun starts at Pia's Sports Bar and Grill. Pia's serves up its famous 10-ounce Slugger Burger along with great wings and so much more. Enjoy 350 22-ounce light and coarse light drafts every home and away Illini game. Watch the game at Pia's or ride the free shuttle to all home games. You'll find it all at Pia's with live video gaming, sports, food, drinks, and fun. See you at Pia's, West Springfield Avenue in Champaign.
2: Basketball star Coleman Hawkins on the general manager, Pacifica on Green, Lisa Lauer. Uh, she's great.
1: We got connected, and uh, ever since then, I've been super grateful for her. Uh, she's a great person, and, and she really looks out for me. You know, anything anything I need, she tries to get it done for me, and uh, it's super great to have someone who, who I feel like I can trust and someone
6: who, you know, I want to do something for in the future to really help her out because she's helped me out a lot.
2: Visit them at Pacificaongreen.com. At Pards in Urbana, the boots
1: just keep on coming. They're known for their huge collection of men's cowboy boots, women's cowgirl boots, kids' boots, and even shoes. If you're searching for top footwear brands, look no further than Pards. They carry a wide variety, including Ariat, Dan Post, Smoky Mountain, Roper, Double H, and more. And if socks or accessories are what you need, they've got all your high-quality essentials. Since 1968, Pards has been serving their customers with high-quality merchandise. And if you haven't been to Pards in a while, a lot has changed. Go check them out just off University Avenue in Urbana. What do you think? No? Eh. I used to do it a lot better. I'm like Toby Keith, you know? Bless his heart. Hey, it's The Drive with Tay and Piper. Lante, Kyle Tosk wrapping things up. Pipes over at State Farm Center for Illinois and Michigan. Does it kind of bum you when Michigan's this bad? Like, you know Illinois needs a win, right? And they need... It'd be nice just to get a comfortable win, but sometimes it's like, this thing could be a 20-point game. Is like, like, does that excite you?
3: No, and I mean, not really. I... Other thing too is like the Brad Underwood Juwan dynamic. It'd be awesome if Michigan was ranked and you're like, All right, here we go, let's hand (laughs) another good Juwan team a loss here and it's like, well, when you're beating an eight and sixteen team by twenty five, you can't even get excited about that. So
1: how much will you worry if Michigan stays within like eight to ten points this entire game?
3: I'd worry a little bit for sure. Okay. This is just a Michigan team that is terrible and they don't have their best player. And, and you just at some point need to come out at home, like ninety yes. percent of the rest of the country is done this
1: year, and play your best basketball. No, without a doubt, and it, they they do seem to have a couple of guys underneath that can maybe do some damage with Reed and who am I forgetting
3: Olivier Kamwa? Who yeah, who's seeing going, what man. Malik Hall just did to you on Saturday? That's the one matchup here that I would circle. And Kamwa
1: has had a pretty good year. I still don't know why he left Tennessee. Imagine him on that Tennessee team.
3: Oh boy. Or, he's I'm probably wishing he didn't leave.
1: Right. Or, or maybe the idea that um maybe the idea that some guys came to Tennessee because he left, obviously. You know, you don't know the right. whole story, but uh it, it's interesting to uh to see him because he's a hell of a player and and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh elsewhere, you got some good top 25 action tonight. Marquette, number 4 is at Butler. So that'll be an interesting game for the fourth-ranked Marquette. By the way, they're up to 4th rank now.
3: They took one little dip there in early January, and since then they've been rolling. I mean, do do people realize – where's
1: Florida Atlantic right now? Are they ranked still? They're still
3: still somehow ranked 24th, (laughs) even
1: though I don't know why. Okay. Uh, North Carolina, they're at Syracuse, seventh-ranked. Tenth-ranked Iowa State's got a tough one at Cincinnati. They're actually – a a point-and-a-half dog in that one. You got 14th-ranked Illinois at home. Dayton, who's really good, hosting Duquesne tonight. They're ranked 16th. Number 21, Virginia. They're kind of coming back. Mm -hmm. The Cavs coming back there. They host Pittsburgh. I love this. Indiana State is ranked 23rd. The Sycamores, first time they've been ranked since Larry Bird.
3: They're going to pull off a huge upset in the tournament. They're good, man. man. They're a good team.
1: There's always that one Valley team you don't want to play. And this year, I think there's two. And I hope that Drake and Indiana State both make the NCAA tournament because I, I, now Drake, I was high on Drake last year, and they got beaten the first round by like 10. So I kind of took one on the chin there for the Valley. But Indiana State is legit. That is a legit squad. Uh, So they're hosting Illinois State. The Redbirds making the trip to Terre Haute, Tonight, I'm trying to think. Uh, I know there's another Big Ten game besides. It's uh, Wisconsin hosting Ohio State. Ah, that's it. And that's probably on Peacock as well. Yep. See, Tuesday's the bad day. That's the Peacock doubleheader. The good news is it's always a basketball game for Andrew. So I've got the built-in excuse as to why I don't watch it. How about that? Although that ends next week with regional starting. Mm. But, uh, but for now, like one more time, I get the excuse tonight. All right, we got to get out of here. <laughs> Illinois, Michigan will have plenty to say about it tomorrow. We'll hear from Brad Underwood, maybe some audio from the players as well. And what should be a pretty solid win for Illinois? What's the overall record and Big Ten record for Illinois? 17 and 6, 8 and 4. Okay, still pretty good. If you can get to 18 and 6, then you got the game at Maryland coming up on Saturday, right? (laughs) The dreaded Uh, game against the Terps. That's crazy. All right, everybody enjoy the game tonight. We'll chat all about it tomorrow. I'll even be here, I think. I'm kidding, I'll be here. We're out. It's the drive.